0: every team every topic everywhere this is believe what is
2: up what is up everyone welcome to another episode of believe in the houston texans i am one part of your show ruben Calavilla, joined by the handsome man himself harley dugan this episode brought to you by Bet Online, the last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college ba- basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting actions in contest.
1: NFL, CFB, UFC, NHL, they're all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, <laughs> trends, and predictions. All the hoops, betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips. With both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the bet online today and remember to use our promo code B L E A V BLEE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts.
2: You know, Harley, we have the Arizona Cardinals coming up. It will be a home game for the Houston Texans. They have a three game home stretch coming up. Excited for that. Um, shout out to Brody, first one of the chat. John said he texts an injury report that will come a little bit later. We do know, however, that Nico Collins was practicing, um, which is a good sign. <coughs> but I am a little worried about this game as well. We heard people call the Falcons a trap game. I didn't want to believe that. I was like, no, no, they're no, they're not. Well, you lost to them against the Carolina Panthers, a lot of people called it a trap game. And I'm like, no, you're supposed to beat the Carolina Panthers, but we know how that played out. This game against the Arizona Cardinals, it screams trap game because you are coming off of a gritty, fantastic comeback from behind victory against the Cincinnati Bengals at the jungle And now everyone is wondering what you're going to do against Cincinnati. If you lose against the Cardinals, you lose so much of the air that is in the balloon. And, man, I just don't want to feel like I felt against the Falcons because it got worse when I saw it against the Panthers. And, man, it would kick me in the nuts if we get a L on Sunday
1: yeah that would be <laughs> that would be horrible and uh you know as some people know we're we're a little hesitant going into this game yeah i think last time we got a little bit too in on ourselves when it came to the carolina panthers yes they were a winless team and i absolutely thought we were gonna beat the absolute crap out of them i mm-hmm. did i did i'm not gonna lie <clears throat> um that's why i predicted the texans too absolutely win that game sure there's always an any given Sunday and that's really what the mindset is here moving with the Arizona Cardinals uh is it the time where we're playing them at the wrong time you know mm. Kyler Murray's back and if anybody just saw sure last week the stats don't look so hot for him but he led that team to a game-winning drive and got them the W they are 1-0 and now with Kyler Murray and without Kyler Murray. A lot of people forgot how good Kyler Murray is at the game of football. This is going to be a big, big step for D'Amico Ryans as the defensive coordinator and his struggles against mobile quarterbacks. How is he going to contain a Kyler Murray? It's going to be a fun game, actually. This should be a competitive one.
2: I feel it also. um, I feel like it might be – you know, a game of big plays. You talk about the mobile quarterback. Well, the Houston Texans have shown so far this season that they have a tough time against them. Lamar Jackson against the Ravens. AR-15 for the coach before he went out. Say what you want about Desmond Ritter. He is a mobile quarterback. And Bryce Young, mobile as well, extending plays, you know, um. The Texans just have not had success against them. So this is going to be a tough matchup. A number, number one overall pick that CJ Shroud will be going against. He is one and one against number one overall picks. A win against Joe Burrow. A loss against Bryce Young. And he's looking to see and get a W against Kyler Murray. No, a tough game. Um one key matchup, though, is are passing attack against the Arizona Cardinals secondary because it's not good, quite frankly. And they are allowing, you know, a 100 quarterback rate into opposing quarterbacks. This screams Mm. like it should be a C.J. Stroud type of day. But once again, we just got to any given Sunday, as they say.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we, we can't tread lightly. Um, we, have you know, it's because it's it's sad to say that because you don't want this team to get into the narrative like we mentioned in our last live stream or the previous one before Matt Sims. Excuse me. You don't want to get into the mindset of, man, are we just playing up to the competition? You know, whether Bengals game, huge win, upset statement win, Steelers game, huge upset statement win. Jaguars game, huge upset statement when you know the Saints game was a a kind of a toss up in terms of the betting lines. Um, that's the really the only game that could have gone either way that you pulled out. You know, other games, Ravens game, Colts game, uh, the, the Panthers and Falcons is the two that we look at when we go into this mindset. And man, it just sucks to have it. You should have mm-hmm. whooped the Panthers, you should have whooped the Falcons. You know, Falcons ended up having their best game in the NFL under Arthur Smith as a head coach. Desmond Ritter throws for 300-plus passing yards, yada, yada, yada. Panthers, we all know that story. 0-6, we're thinking easy dub. You can't overlook them. And at the end of the day, it's also a learning curve for this young team, how to handle success and how to move forward as an NFL team, as a relevant up-and-coming team. Mm-hmm. This is a game you have to win. These are must-win, easy layup games. Like, no offense to the Cardinals, they're two and eight. I know they got Kyler Murray. You got to beat this team, especially when you're looking forward into the rest of the schedule and potentially the playoffs.
2: <clears throat> John brings up a comment right uh, right here. The good thing is we're at home. We have currently been undefeated at home while the Falcons and Panthers team were away. Currently 3-1 at home or lost against the Indianapolis Colts. Um <clears throat> it's just gonna be a you know an interesting matchup to see. Uh the Cardinals are not also a very good run-defending team. And did the, the Houston Texans just got off of their best rushing performance of the year. Devin Singletary, 150 yards, one touchdown, 5.0 yards a carry. Hardy, do you think we will see the same thing we saw on Sunday from this Russian attack? I, I'm going to say no because what this team has showed me all season is that they can't run the ball. I'm thinking more towards like 60, 70 yards for Devin Singletary.
1: Yeah, I could I could see that. I, I could agree with that. Um, you know, I'm not gonna let one game against a bottom 10 run defense in the Cincinnati Bengals sway my you know my opinions on how this run game is going to move going forward um so you know it is what it is right now we're going to have this kind of game against the cardinals where yeah i think devin singletary as we saw last week ran the ball very well but was it wasn't a product of him actually fitting the scheme or was it a problem of of you know just being against a bad run defense like what is it so you know there's been plenty of question marks with this run game devin singletary gave us some hope he gave us some light but you know we'll see moving forward whether or not it is any of substance against the cardinals
2: and we are going to bring in mr ed smith former two sport professional athlete motivational speaker author radio personality we also have Javon Adams. They are from Believe in Arizona Cardinals. Guys, what is going on?
3: What's going on with you, man? Great to be in there with you, man.
2: Excited to have you, it. man. Excited to have you. This is we are a little nervous uh over here in H Town. Yes, we have had some success. But with that comes, well, you know, with that success, there has been some lows. A loss against the Falcons, a loss against the Carolina Panthers, who were winless. This game against the Cardinals kind of feels like a trap game. You guys are getting Kyler Murray. Um, I mean, in his second game, how are y'all feeling?
3: I'll let you go ahead and take that ad. Well, you know, if we're if we're optimistic, but at the same time, you know, there's there's not a not a ton of weapons here still. And we're still trying to figure out what the whole plan is for Kyler Murray, meaning, you know, we're going to get a sample size and then we might set him down. Are they just ready to unleash him and, you know, see what he can do the rest of the year with this roster. You know, we got a a nice view of him last week. Mm -hmm. You know, he looked really good. I wasn't, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I know Jay didn't as well. You know, we thought there might be a lot of rust. That dude didn't look like he was that rusty. He picked right up where he left off before the injury. And that you know that could be a good sign for the Cardinals.
0: I'll let I'll go off of that. So to to echo what Ed is saying, I mean I, I don't think you should be worried. I mean you guys are just the squad, the Texans. One of the things that Ed and I talk about is how you messing up the draft the draft picks for for the Arizona Cardinals because you're doing know so well, <laughs> yeah. and we made that trade. Uh, but but yeah, I don't think it's anything to be concerned about because I I think it'll be an exciting game at the very least, and that's in. And his return and the way he performed last week, that gave the the Cardinals fans uh, optimism. They, they gave them a the reason to hope and, and expectations. I don't think expectations for not so much this season, but if they, the Cardinals do decide to stick with Kyler, that uh, it could bode well for the organization if they put some of those pieces around them and continue to build. Mm-hmm.
1: What are we looking at when we get into this game, man? Texans, Cardinals, you're talking about a competitive game. We mentioned it before y'all got here. We think it's going to be a competitive game. Kyler Murray is back, it seems, 1-0 and with Kyler Murray, 1-8 and without Kyler Murray. So that's always a pretty good statistic to have, huh? And game-winning drive for y'all as well? Oh, okay. Okay, now I'm like, oh, okay, let me widen my eyes a little bit more with these Arizona Cardinals. Let me see what's going on. What are y'all looking at in terms of the matchup
3: here? I'll let you take it, Ed. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. I, I mm-hmm. You know, I think – Optimism is something you guys should be very optimistic and and feeling that that high right now after what you know Stroud has done over the last few weeks, you know, and and I, I think it only the future looks very bright. now, this is could be a trap game you know after coming off that big victory last week, exciting win, you know, two back to back thrillers actually for you guys. So you know, you got to make sure you're watching all the the, the the things that we might be doing but I think it's going to be a great game. Two young quarterbacks, one fresh off the the, the heap in terms of, you know, coming off this injury, but Stroud has been playing very well. And I I like what D'Amico is doing over there, man, Mm -hmm. as far as the defense and the balance and, you know, what you guys are bringing to the table. And Jay can speak on this. Mm -hmm. Jay, you can speak on how conservative our approach has been to this point. Obviously you're coming, you know, a bunch of games with Joshua Dobbs, but I guess we'll see how if they can open that can up a little bit, right, Jay?
0: Yeah, I think, and and I and I guess looking at the line, because what is it uh, right now? It's Houston minus five is the line, so yeah. that so Vegas might be thinking that it could be that you, that you might your chest might be puffing out if you are the Texans, but yeah, I, I think if. If you understand that it's uh, what Ed says all the time, if you have that nice shiny uh, that nice shiny vehicle inside, you don't want to take it out and go 20 miles an hour. You want to be able to try to see what you can do, see what it can do, right? And so I think if Petsing is able to uh, to be a little bit more to be a little more aggressive, not saying you know toss the whole playbook to all the playbook in there, but to but to really see what you have in Kyler. What I'm concerned about though is the the Cardinals while they they they're always competitive so that's one of the things that for a couple of games they are always competitive they it's being able to if if stroud is able to pick on the the defensive backs for the for the cardinals that might be an opportunity for you because i think if i'm looking at it correctly like uh, stroud it's 8.3 yards per attempt when okay. uh, and that's so that that's really pushing the defense to try to make sure that they're that they're on their toes and so that might be the opportunity for you in this game Javon, you bring
2: up CJ Stroud, and I wanted to ask you from a you know from another team's perspective, what do you think about this young phenom rookie quarterback? We over here are thinking we got the next Tom Brady. We've seen Tom Brady like play (laughs) the past two weeks. We are in love with CJ Stroud. But what do you guys think?
0: Yeah, I, I'll say it this way. We were talking about this song because we do not only believe uh, in the Arizona Cardinals, but we do another podcast as well. And so we were talking about, uh, yeah. Matter of fact, we were talking about it on Believe that that uh, CJ Stroud is not is not Bryce Young, and that's a good thing because what the the what the. The positive thing that you have right now is that they're they've put the pieces around him at least to not have a super old roster or so young that you have to go through all these growing pains. They're protecting the quarterback well, but he's only he's making the right decisions, and that makes all the difference in the world. It's not as if he's checking down all the time; he's making the right decisions, and and that's only led to two interceptions, and that that's a good thing. So I think you're you're ahead of schedule. the The test is going to be to the consistency when it comes next season, no matter how this season goes. This should be a whether if you end up nine and eight or if you get to the playoffs and you're and you make some noise in the playoffs this is one of those uh this you're ahead of schedule so we Mm -hmm. want to make sure that we're staying ahead of schedule like staying ahead of the sticks, so to speak next season but i I would be you know i would definitely be optimistic for for what this what uh what this team can become
1: you know we don't know much about the cardinals i'll be honest and even doing my homework i'm like okay cool you know Got some, got some few players here and there. All right. You got my boy, Roy Lopez, former Houston Texan. I love my boy, Roy. He's <laughs> fantastic. Viva la raza, because that's what we do. <laughs> okay, And, you know, so enlighten the fan base real quick, enlighten our comment section, because this is a lot of Texans fans up in here. Yeah. You know, what, what should we expect from the Arizona Cardinals? How should they attack the Texans?
3: Well, you know, the reason you don't know a lot about the Cardinals is because of how this team was constructed, or should I say deconstructed, right, Jay? Yeah. Over the offseason, the plan was, obviously, we knew we were coming in without our franchise quarterback. We didn't know when he was coming back. Brand new GM, brand new head coach. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what they did is they broke this roster down, didn't resign any of our free agents, you know, let everybody go. You know, went out in free agency and got, you know, not no name guys, but second tier guys on these one or two year deals. And, you know, the plan was let's just strip it down and go from there. And that's, <coughs> excuse me, that's exactly what they've done to this point. And, you know, we don't have a lot of big names on this roster other than Buddha Baker, mm. uh, Zaven Collins. You start getting further down, you know, obviously Kyler Murray, and you're like, well, who are these guys? I'll tell you who they are. They're a bunch of dudes that, go out there every week. Jay and I thought this was going to be a, at least I did, I thought this was going to be like a massacre type of year. And we started out the year threatening to win a couple games. You know, we uh, had the Giants down 20 nothing at the half, let that one slip by, lost against the, you know, uh, Commanders. We did get that victory against the Cowboys, Mm. but then we went this long drought before we got uh, this last victory with Kyler coming back. It's a team that is going to give you everything they have. And that's credit to Gannon, as far as I'm concerned, our head coach. He's come in here, cleaned some things up. You know, Kingsbury led a loose ship over the last oh, few years. Yeah. He came over, started laying <laughs> the groundwork for, you know, hey, this is how we're going to be doing things moving forward. Um, You know, set some rules, set some standards. And these dudes, man, they go out and every week they play hard. The problem is we're playing with lack of talent, and like I said, we don't have any big names over here. But they're giving it what they got, and with the addition of Murray, we'll see—you know what—what what we can, you know, string out a couple wins or not. But the biggest thing you'll find is, regardless of who these dudes are playing against, they're gonna go out there and they'll give you everything they got. They're not gonna quit on you. It's just a matter, of, like I said, can we match talent-wise uh, across the board? But you know, I'm very encouraged by the fact that. You know the majority of these games so far, we've actually been in them. Yeah. You know the two and eight record doesn't tell the whole story. And if
0: I may, if I can just kind of go, go ahead. Go off ahead. Of what what Ed is saying there, it's because we had essentially a backup quarterback playing for all of this season, up to you know taking leading us to that one and one and seven, and then when Clayton Tune had that one start, um, it's just it's just been. I, my my assumption is that. And I think somebody said it in your comments was that this it's a dangerous game because Kyler is a playmaker. And for that reason, it's because you have a defensive minded head coach. You just don't know. You never know if now that Petsy can say, all right, now can I do it now? Can I now can I put my foot on the gas because defensive minded head coaches, for the most part, they don't want you to go high octane. They want to be able to try to, to try to get some long drives and do things that way. If, if I think if Petsing is allowed to again, see what he has in, in Kyler with his scheme and maybe get him under center a couple more times than last, mm-hmm. than last week to see what he has to offer. That makes, that keeps you off balance because the, the, up to this point, what the, the pattern or what the, 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 uh, the behaviors have been is probably is going to should be different now that Kyler is under center.
2: Javon, you brought up Joshua Dobbs and, you know, right now he's probably one of the biggest stories in the NFL, Yeah, you know, with the Minnesota Vikings uh, it's told by Jonathan Gannon. He's not going to get traded. Then he gets traded. What was your reaction to that? And, you know, pretty much your reaction to his play this season with the Cardinals and then his immediate success with the Minnesota Vikings.
0: I mean, he's a rocket scientist, right? I mean, that's. I mean, mean, but but to be honest, he 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 is he's a backup. So no matter how well he does, even in Minnesota, he's a backup. So don't get it twisted, Minnesota. Mm. Don't go thinking we just gonna sign him. We found our new quarterback. (laughs) Now he's a backup, and that's okay. He's just he's gonna get it. Be a highly paid backup, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think. It what who's the most popular uh, player on on any on any NFL roster as the backup quarterback? So you started to hear about the 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 whispers about should they start Clayton Toon just because to see what they got in a rookie, which we saw was a mistake. And there was he was he was he was fighting an uphill battle anyway and playing uh, the game that he started. But I think um Joshua Dobbs did a decent job. And they ended up, they knew Kiley was coming back and it was just a perfect storm where they could try to get something for him. They they got a, what, a sixth round when they got him for mm-hmm. a seventh round. So they, so they leveled up a little bit and they made a little money, so to speak, off of it. But Joshua Dobbs is impressed. My youngest son is 17 years old and he's, we, we over here Joshua Dobbs fans because we see what he's doing and that's not easy to go in and just pick up, pick up a playbook and, and have whatever level of success that is. So Joshua Dobbs, he hats off to my man, Joshua Dobbs.
1: I'd like to delve into the offense of the Arizona Cardinals. What should we really be expecting? Drew Petzing is a North Turner, extend from North Turner way back when with the Cleveland Browns a little bit. Who is Drew Petzing? What should these Texans fans be expecting?
0: that is the that's gonna that's the question mark because what we've seen so far is that he does like to run the ball which is good because with with connor being back this is the second game back from uh uh, from being on the injured injured list so he likes to run the ball and, and connor loves that to absorb to absorb that contact but even along those lines you just don't know when it comes to what he's going to do but he I think he'll try to push the ball a little bit more. I think because when we saw that a little bit last week with with Kyler when he played versus Joshua Dobbs didn't didn't always make the right decisions when he came there and Kyler and I always joke that that Kyler's when he's throwing he's throwing it like this because you know with because he can't see over the offensive line but but if he if they move him the right way and being able to roll him out a little bit left and right I think that will give them an opportunity I, I would think they're going to try to push the field just a little bit more and really just try to. Uh, I, Win the 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 time of possession because they can run the ball if Connor is in. If somebody else, we we had what eight yards rushing a couple weeks ago. So if Connor is in there, we have <laughs> they're gonna try to run that ball.
2: Um, you know, now switching to the the passing attack from the Arizona Cardinals. Now with Kyler Murray back in, Mr. Ed, what should we expect as Houston Texans Our secondary right now. We just got back Derek Stingley last week. Um, should be having back Stephen Elson um, against you guys. But as you know, Kyler Murray, extend plays. You had a damn good game from your tight end, Trey McBride, last week. What could we
1: be expecting
2: from this Arizona Parson attack?
3: Yeah, hopefully a whole lot more of that. I was being a former tight end, <laughs> man. It was good to see that. The biggest three thing. Three McBride, fool. Three. Yeah, three. <laughs> the big the Love him thing. The for <laughs> you know, what Jay and I are hoping to see more of, and, you know, we've obviously been following Kyler Murray for these bunch of years, is I'd like to see Kyler one under center more in this offense. Uh, that's something he has kind of been not his favorite thing to do. But I think that's what Petzing wants to kind of see. And uh, with him under center, it allows, obviously you guys were just talking about the running game, Connor to get more downhill. It also creates more in our play action passing game. So, you know, for us, we've been first nine weeks of this season, 10 weeks of the season, everything was kind of side to side, dinking and dunking up front. We get Kyler back and you're going to find out he throws a pretty deep ball. The problem is we just Mm -hmm. haven't seen a whole bunch of them uh, from the, you know, the the two backups to this point. I would like, I'd love to see them let Kyler throw the ball down the field a little more. Marquise Brown, he's our, I guess he's our number one. Uh, they're still working on that position at yeah. this point. The wide receiver room definitely has to be beefed up. But, hey, let's try to get Marquise over the top a little more and then allow McBride to patrol the middle of that uh, passing attack. So if we can start working on that, you guys might be in for a long day because you're going to see some things, or I should say you're going to see some things for the first time because obviously with the return of Kyler, it's been one of those mm-hmm. things that you know we just haven't done a whole lot. Now with his return, you're gonna get a little more of a, an attack up the field, and then the other thing you always have to throw into the equation is those little legs, man. When he get those things going, bro, he looks like I mean, it's like Mighty Mouse out there running, bro. I'm telling him, that little legs be kicking, boy, and he be, be escaping, man. I'm telling you, he causes defense a whole lot of headache. Uh, extending he's so plays. Disrespectful, dog. No, I'm so just dis- saying, dis- man. He's Why like, are you these gentlemen, him, man? I'm just saying, you know, these gentlemen <laughs> have not seen him yet. Keep an eye on them little legs, man. you gonna get out there and you're gonna extend some plays and cause a whole lot of headache out there. Oh
1: man, you saw the sky camera where he they just had him on the sky camera, and I'm like, what is this, man? What am I looking at? <laughs> it's oh, different, man. I'm
3: telling you, it's definitely different. <laughs> I hate you. I'll
1: say this, this what is up with. The short king lineup. Do y'all know what this short king lineup is for the Arizona Cardinals? I, I've seen this across Twitter now. Greg Dortch under 5'10, oh, Marquise yeah. Brown under 5'10, yeah. Kyler <laughs> Murray, DeMarco, the running back. I'm yeah. um, missing something. Rondell Moore. Moore, Moore's yeah. like yeah. five feet. I mean, <laughs> this is. This is crazy. My, I'm almost as tall. I'm as tall as all of them.
0: <laughs> Talk about going the opposite way, right? Because for the longest time, it's been, it's been about trying to get the yes. tall wide receivers with the, You know, lanky and can get down, and maybe that are you know that that are that are strong wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the previous regime, they, you know, they the you know Steve kind of made some interesting choices, man. That's uh-huh. all I can say,
1: dog. That's all. I can say. <laughs>
0: Interesting. <laughs> but I I do like Rondell. I do like Rondell more. And it's yes. it's maybe maybe Petsing will try to again, it's it it depends on who you have there, right? Because even though you you may have a philosophy, but you may not have the quarterback that can execute your philosophy or the strategies that you have in place. So, so maybe now there's with being able to use the you know the the small wide receivers and the small running backs to be able to try to use it to their advantage based upon what Petsy can do now that he has Kyler in there.
2: Shout out to our guy Jerry Watson from across the pond. Mr. Ed, you guys have had former Houston Texans, DeAndre Hopkins, former Houston Texans JJ Watt, Watt. who is a (laughs) god here in Houston. What was it like having those two players? And then I'm not sure if you guys saw the Pat McAfee (laughs) show today. JJ Watt kind of Tickling us about the possibility of returning to the H.
3: Jay, you he's going Jay is already gonna laugh at me because he, he knows my you guys had every right to love JG Watt for what he did did for you guys for longevity. Yes, sir. He was there and he was a staple of your organization. We I had a little bit of issue, you know, he was here two years and it was almost, they, they wanted to put him on the pedestal as a guy here, almost like ready to retire his number and everything. I'm like, you know, we we, we we need a little more. He missed some time. He, You know, he did do well while he was here. But, I mean, we didn't get the full J.J. Watt experience because we got him toward the end of his career. As far as, I would like to ask you guys a question with D-Hop. The biggest thing with D-Hop, that brother never wanted to practice here. He, he did not he want to get on a practice field, but he was yep. ready every Sunday, and it was like, "Well, dude, you know, at some point, you know, you got to get out there and do your thing Monday through Friday as well." But you know that that all came to an end. Did he have the propensity to want to miss practice there as well? I mean, he did well here, but we obviously we saw the tail end of his career here as well, and then we also had to deal with the PED suspension. So both of those gentlemen. We did not get the best of them like you guys did, but we, we appreciated their contributions to the organization, though.
0: Yeah, d yeah, that man, yeah, he, he walked in the building and said, I ain't practicing. Yeah. It, was, it, it was like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. That over there, no, nah, I'm gonna be right over here. I'll be chilling, but I'll be here. And soon.
3: because of who we had in place as far as our head coach, he basically came in here and told him what he wasn't gonna do. And he didn't do it. And, and then, and then, I mean, and he looked at Kingsbury almost like, and, and "What you gonna, what you gonna do?" Uh, so yeah, like I said it was a very interesting, uh, you know, tenure here in Arizona, to say the least.
0: Oh yeah, I thought I see somebody that's supposed to be glad you took David Johnson. Yeah, uh, David, I, man, when y'all got, yeah, good clear. whoa, that was yeah, that was something. But yeah, yeah, that was something. <laughs> But that, that was one of the, the darkest days, days. So yeah, being be a Houston
2: right. Texans fan when we found out we traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. What was crazy is me and Harley had the luxury of finding out like 10 minutes before it happened and all <laughs> our jaws just dropped to the floor. I was at work. I had to stop working. Cause I was like, "What is going on? Are we like we just we were just up twenty, you know, twenty-one nothing on the you know on the Kansas City Chiefs, and now we're blowing it up,
1: insane."
0: Man, Man. yeah,
1: yeah, not, the- fun. not 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 fun <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> we we love Hopkins. We love JJ. Yeah, the the, the practice thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it, it, it's it's possibly. A reason as a behind the scenes as to why you know Bill O'Brien has a short temper. And uh it's that was probably one reason as to why he got so upset that you know what, I don't care what I get back in return, I'm just gonna get rid of him. And that was yeah. just it's yeah. ridiculous, whatever happened in that damn situation there. It's really yeah. hard to talk yeah. about. Well, you know, we, we do like to talk about twenty twenty-three in terms of Texans fans, you yeah. know, we got 2,626 yards from C.J. Stroud. Half of them are from 10-plus yarding plays. I mean, that is absolutely phenomenal to have finally a quarterback in our hands. We almost had him. We almost did. We, we kind of did. And then it, and the redacted quarterback went away and, you know, now he's <laughs> shoulder surgery. He's out on, yeah, he
0: got that yeah shoulder surgery. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah you
1: on. know, he's going to have to I'm yeah. Have to get loosen up a little bit, you know. So like about saying what I want to yeah. say, um, redacted quarterback. I love it. The, the, he's redacted. We don't we don't mention it too much unless yeah. Ruben wants to mention the famous nickname for him. <laughs> <laughs> our, our boy Massage Watson. Yeah, there you go. Ice up, ice up. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. real real quick. Kind of the Ruben was talking about this uh, before the live stream and a little bit before y'all got on here. And, you know, since you were a former player, Ed, I know you could talk about this more. JJ Watts retired and fans are telling me, oh, go ahead and sign him. He can play in, in a week, you know? And I'm like, it don't work like that. Like just because he's, oh, he's been lifting, Harley. He's been, he's been, he's in shape. There's a difference between in shape and football shape. This goes with every sport. You're a two-sport athlete. I mean, if anyone would know (laughs) about – J.J. Watt, how many – let's say we play the Cardinals. Next week, I'm returning to the Houston Texans. I'm being signed. How many weeks would it take for him to even play a game in his regular season?
3: Uh, Well, first off, you know, (laughs) if he's been in the gym and stuff like that. I I give him a lot of props because the last thing I wanted to do, like when I was officially retired – was get back in the gym because you know a lot of that stuff is it's not just cosmetic. It's you know you working through injuries mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. When you finally decide to hang him up, the gym is the last thing you want to see. So the fact that he's in there, I give him all props and everything like that. As far as returning to a football field, bro, if th- that would be like you know w- S- Superman, you know mistakenly leaving the glasses on and and the suit instead of putting the cape on. Bro, you talking about looking bad? It would look real, <laughs> real bad. It there's you know, and I you know I love you know people that they, they get on treadmills or they run and they like they think they're in shape. You know, bro, go ahead and try to do what those dudes are currently doing out there. It is an entirely different level. I'll give you a quick one. When I was playing, you know, I used to always try to keep in shape playing basketball. You know, that was our favorite thing to do. You go hoop. You know, you you think you know two hours running up and down the court. And you ready for anything, bro. The first time you get the training camp and they do those conditioning tests and stuff like that, you find out how out of football shape you really are. It doesn't have anything to do with it. running up and down the court, mm-hmm. shooting and thinking you got your wind and all that stuff. You put those pads on and everything, whole new ball game. And it would take him. And the first thing, and Jay will attest to this, the, the, the dreaded soft tissue injury would be just mm-hmm. waiting on him. Those hamstrings, those yeah. quads, you know, the the, the pool growing, Though that would be just waiting around the corner for him Uh, the first time he overexerted. So it would take more than just a week or two. or That's why they have training camp. That's why they have, you know, a month of training camp. They don't do it like we used to do it back in the day, but that's the reason why they have training camp. And even then, we see in the first quarter of these seasons now, because they don't work as hard as they used to, the first – month of the season is almost like training camp these days or preseason. So, nah, you you wouldn't want to see that. I guarantee you he <laughs> doesn't want to see it either. Hmm.
2: <laughs> Man, it's just crazy to even talk about. But one of the great players of this game, Mr. Adams, Mr. Smith. this was a fantastic episode. Wanted to thank you guys, you know, for coming on. Let the fans of Houston know, because we guys love to so love, where you guys' latest work is at.
0: Well, Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, go, you know, you can search Believe, B-L-E-A-V in the Arizona Cardinals where you get your podcast. You can do it on SiriusXM app as well. We also, uh, you can find the podcast as well on our website, ezsportstalk.com. That's ezsportstalk.com. And, you know, check in. Uh, don't don't
3: forget to mention, Jay, our, our terrestrial, because we do a national show as well that's based out of Houston. It's on okay. Sports Map Radio. Uh, So any, you know, we're in 35 states, 98 affiliates across the the country, and it all generates right out of Houston uh, through SportsMap. So, you know, go to SportsMap.com. I think think it's pixelating a little bit. Who's that, me or?
0: It might be me. Oh, okay. But yeah, so... uh, yeah, but, uh, but SportsMapRadio.com, in, it's uh, Saturdays from 1 to 3 Eastern. You go in the upper right corner, uh, SportsMapRadio.com, if you're not in one of the 90-plus uh, cities that we're in, and in the uh, uh, you can either press play or you can download the app for your Android or mobile device. That's 1 to 3 Eastern every Saturday.
2: Absolutely, guys. We would definitely be tuning in and checking it out. Once again, thank you all so much. I am Ruben Calavillo. That is Harley. Dugan, we are Believe in Houston Texans. You guys have a blessed rest of your day.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.